What's up? This is The Relation Shop, where we talk all things relationships. We analyze them and dissect them in hopes to provide you advice and tips to improve your relationships. I'm Toya, and with me, I have Eric and Jason. What's up? What's up? I guess we're doing it again, huh? Maybe. Oh, yeah. We're getting this going. (laughs) So, what are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh Well, we left off last time talking about the, or at least teasing the idea of what does healthy relationship look like. And so, we, we mentioned, let's talk about a characteristic that we think healthy couples embody. And that characteristic this week is community. Ooh. Yeah. You thought it was going to be something awe-inspiring. No, right. it's just community. That's, just simple. Community. That's still good. Simple yet effective. Yeah, you know what community is? I mean, community can be a million things. It can. That's why we're going to address it. All we're right. going to talk about some of these shows and their lack or presence of, and then talk about what that looks like in the lives of us as our marriages and the people who are listening to us. Right, right. So when I think of community, it kind of takes me back to Married at First Sight. And I'm thinking of Matt. Matt. Oh, basketball Matt. So we have Matt, who is a ex-pro international basketball player who married Amber and she's a school teacher. School teacher with issues. She's got some issues too. Does she? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anybody on those shows not (laughs) all right all right go ahead yeah okay so just a little backup so you know they've been married for a few weeks and she was infatuated with him like totally infatuated right 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 and he was just like oh i love your eyes you know i think we're gonna be great and but come to find out he's actually left the house with his friends been out all night didn't come back until the next day and she's crying like, oh, he doesn't care about me. So that's kind of just a little backup. But when, it, when but when I think about community with him, it's like, who's holding him accountable? Who does he talk to? Like, why does he think it's okay to do this in a new marriage? Yeah, I'm, I, which I get that. I totally yeah. get that. But I'm going to back my boy up a little bit. Not, I'm not in okay. staying out okay. all night. Not in staying out all night. But the focus is definitely on her because she's got this abandonment issue stuff. Her mom left and all that. Yeah. So everybody's focused on her and her abandonment. It, mm-hmm. it, and I can see sometimes that being like, hey, this is this is a lot of stuff to deal with right off the bat. I've only known you for three weeks, and now you're, I'm dealing with the abandonment stuff too. So. I can see where he needs to escape a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Oh, come on. She works all day. They're newlyweds. She just wants. She just wants him to come home. (laughs) (laughs) My question is, what kind of environment does she provide for him to come home to? Is he staying away for a reason, or is he just like to hang out with his buddies? Well, on camera, off camera. See, we don't know the off camera, right? We just we assume. I mean, on camera, she seems all into him. Yeah. More than I want to see, but whatever. <laughs> so you, Jason, you think there's a healthy, they have healthy differentiation in him going out, but Toya, you're saying you think he's just out and not about the relationship. I don't know if he was really ready for this. I think that maybe he liked the idea of a wife. Now, okay, I give you this. Maybe her being so infatuated with him, he's used to that. He's used to groupies. So I'm thinking that maybe he feels that from her. Could and be. so maybe he wants to get out because he was a basketball player. So think of all the countries he traveled to. And, you know, he could have women always chasing after him. And maybe she reminds him of that. I don't know. But 
I, he could still come home. They've only been well, married could, for a few call, weeks. I agree with the coming home part. I, he he yeah. needs to come home. It, but it seems like she starts panicking and freaking after a text or two. Uh, He's uh, not Jason, answering. No. Come on now. This I mean, dude did not come home <laughs> yeah, until come home. the next afternoon. Uh, okay, yeah. I give you that. Yeah, I give you that. <laughs> but he had an explanation. He knew, We knew where he was. He okay. wasn't out hanging out with other women. She doesn't know where he was. But I, yeah, I mean, I get a little communication would have been fine, but, but man, give me a couple of texts maybe without. (laughs) Is there any discussion of expectations on the front end of this? So they get married and then do they talk about what they're doing? Because that's part of it, right? Her expectation is, I don't know what, maybe her expectation is he's home every night because why would my husband not want to spend every night with me? And Mm -hmm. his expectation may be, hey, man, it's cool to have my wife at home, but I still got to hang with my boys. So how does it say how often he's out? Is it three nights a week? He's done it it twice. He's done it twice. In how long? They don't show you, huh? So you don't have the context. About four weeks, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, maybe after four weeks. I don't know. Okay, I will say one of them, his buddy wasn't even, he just spent the night at his buddy's house by himself because he needed to get away. He needed a little escape for a little bit to reset, basically, what he oh, said. Oh, so, yeah, there's so, a whole other set of stuff. If he, so, if four weeks in, he needs a little okay, getaway. Let me backstory yeah. a little bit. Let me backstory. I'm, I got to hang on my boy Matt a little oh, bit. I understand he's got some stuff. I keep get trying. it. I get it. But his backstory is to go back to community his community was his family was like close yeah and then mom and dad split up and mm-hmm. he doesn't talk to anybody he doesn't have any community he doesn't have family so he doesn't have this community yeah and so i can see a little bit of loss you got he doesn't know what to do so his not knowing what to do is to just run get by myself because i can't deal with with yeah. what's going on here at the house so his boys are his community exactly at this point, are yeah. they good community? Are they pro marriage community, or are they pro Matt and you do you and what? Because the, the, there's the other key, right? We can talk about community, mm-hmm. but what kind of community do you have? What's we don't know. We don't know that. Yeah, we don't know the community. Have have, have they showed episodes where they? We haven't with seen his now? friends since the wedding day. Well, that's the one thing with community too. I mean, you gotta with community. I mean. I, I just going in Matt's head, I can see a guy like that going, okay, now, do we need a community, really? I mean, can't we work this out on our own? Do we have to go outside? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see him saying as far as that, marriage-wise, shouldn't we have a good marriage? I mean, why do we have to go out and ask others for help? Why can't we solve it ourselves? Why do we need that community? Why does he need a break four weeks in? I mean, there's that. <laughs> so let me ask this She's question. She's blowing him up. Before we go into that one, Jason, because I think that's that's an interesting thought. But when it comes to relationship, they, there's three thoughts, right? That, And I want to know, Toya, what she's like. Okay. So there's independence, right, before you get married, where they kind of get married, but they're both their own people, and they're both going to do what they want anytime mm-hmm. they want. That's, that's independence. There is codependence, mm-hmm. where they both got to be around each other all the time, and when, that's what Jason was making it sound like, whenever he's gone, she's like, oh my gosh, where is he at? And, and so some couples, there's codependence, and that's not healthy, and then there's what's healthy is interdependence, where there's a relationship with each other, but there's also some differentiation. I got my friends, I got some of my own life, uh, but we're still we're still one. So would you say, is this an issue of she may be codependent based on her past and he's independent because he's like, you're not going to control me? Or what's the deal going? Honestly, I don't know that we've seen enough from, I mean, 
it's easy to say that she might be codependent, but she still works every day. So, and yeah, she's okay I, with him going so out with work, his friends. Work, let me clarify. <laughs> Just having a job doesn't make you not codependent. We're talking about when you look at the marriage. Yeah. Is it... I can't be alone. I can't be without this person. Anytime they want to differentiate themselves, it, you view it as a threat to the relationship. Because you can work all day okay. and look independent, but at the end of the day, you're di- you don't have any other friendships that are healthy. You're, you're not doing your own thing. You're like, I need them. Okay. That I okay. So she might have a little bit. Oh, I have a to, little I'm bit. Gonna have, I'm gonna have to have <laughs> a her little back. bit. She might have a little bit of codependency, but they've only been married for like four to six weeks. So it's like the yeah, honeymoon this, stage of dating. Yeah, she's putting on her dating. good side right now. Just what? What's two years gonna be? Well, but that, this dude is not even wanting to build a foundation. Because he's scared she, to death. She shouldn't. So the fact that you say a little <laughs> means more than a little. Yeah. And when I'm looking at Jason's face too, he's his face is saying way more than a little. And the fact that you say the fact that this early in marriage she's already like that mm-hmm. shows you because they're getting married at first sight and not dating, the interdependence should they should be more independent on the front end is what I'm saying. The fact that she's already exhibiting some codependence right early on yeah. where I don't even really know you, yeah, that's an issue. It don't get. I mean, you know, I don't want. If I didn't come home, yeah, my wife would let me know. I'm not saying. Oh, sure. I'm not saying that yeah. he was all innocent in this and give him his freedom to go do. I'm not saying he shouldn't have communicated. Mm-hmm. But I can see where he's coming from in the sense of, I've only known her for three or four weeks. I'm trying to get to know her, and when we get, you know, the first two weeks you're in what the Bahamas or wherever they were. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's life's pretty tough in the Bahamas. But you get back home, and now all of a sudden. Her issues start to show up a little bit. And I'm not saying he doesn't have any either, but all of a sudden now, he's gone for a few hours, and we don't really know. I mean, it makes it sound like he's just gone for a few hours, and she starts going, where are you? Let me know. And all of a sudden, she starts blowing up his phone, and I could see where somebody who hasn't had that before goes, oh, wait a minute, I gotta have my, I gotta, I gotta have this little time to breathe a little bit before I jump back in. No, he should have communicated. Yeah, it's, it might be too heavy too soon. I get it. I get it. So, for somebody in the real world that's having this issue, what, I mean, what what advice do you give? Who's having the issue of different expectations uh-huh. on whether to be uh-huh. home or not? That's, and, that's And community. Like, where do they go? What do they do well, to try to... That's the big question. So, here's the big question on the table as it relates to community. Mm-hmm. When you and your spouse cannot resolve a conflict... What do you do? Right. Mm. The answer for most couples who do not have community is we fight about it over and over and over again. Mm. Now it appears in different conflicts. So one time it's about, you know, issue A. Next time it's about issue C. But the core of the issue is still we've never resolved the conflict that we have different expectations. So I believe that strongly in community and you guys know that you know me well enough Mm -hmm. that I believe the presence or absence of community in a couple's life is maybe the key factor as to whether they make it and go the distance that's Mm -hmm. how strongly I believe in community Mm -hmm. so if you cannot resolve something you need some people you go to right you need some I would say it this way and this will come back to what Jason mentioned earlier Uh, I would say if you're gonna be a healthy couple you need other people in your business 
Jason, go. What you were you were mentioning I, that, that earlier. I mean, you do, but that's the scariest. But that's the scary part about community. I mean, community. All right. So so I just so I just married this girl for three four weeks ago. Whatever. My first thought is now. Okay, what everything I do, she goes to her quote community, which is quote her friends, which means her friends are gonna quote learn some or, or, or form an opinion about me already. That what she does, she's done that. She's gone to her sister and it's mass this and mass that and mass this, and so now there's an opinion formed with her community. So community, I don't know, it's kind of a scary word. It's hard for people to just jump in and grab a community because you, you got to be a little vulnerable and then you got to trust who you're who you're talking to, and that's not an easy thing to do. So, Jason, let me ask you this. Uh-oh. So, from your ex- like, okay, you were a young man before. Where? How, how, <laughs> I mean, no, were mean? is the yeah. right term. Is that it? No longer. Wow. No longer. All right, all right, all right I got yeah. you. I hear what you're saying. Right. So, you've been there. You've been there. All right. All right. So, let's say, you know, you're dating somebody or, or early in the marriage, right? Uh, yep. And you're just like, hey, I just want to kick it with my friends. I just want to go out. I want to be to myself. Like, how did you get out of that? How did you get to the point where you are now? Like, how did you transition? Apparently, I got old is the problem. <laughs> and you got no friends. And I ain't got no friends. Well, I mean, when they're, okay. So, the backtrack way, I got married in 19. Yes. First time, right? Right. So, I was a kid uh-huh. and I acted I like, like a kid. I feel like we should p- pause there for a station break. All <laughs> who are listening, do not be Jason. <laughs> Hey, you need to sell shirts. Do not be Jason. <laughs> do not be Jason. I want in. Do not marry at 19. Yeah, don't do that. Jason says don't do that. So, But I was a kid, right? So I was still wanting to play PlayStation and all that with my buddies and hang out all that. So I, I get that. I get that part of it because there's there's part of that, that life you don't want to totally give up because you're hanging with your buddies, and there right. should be some of that. Mm-hmm. Where did it change for me? Well, it changed for me when I had kids was the bigger thing. That's where it changed. Uh, And the responsibility changed. Mm -hmm. But so over time, I guess the mindset kind of changed with that. That and a few... At points, I finally realized that marriage wasn't about me. It was about us, right? And so Mm -hmm. that's when the mindset started changing a little bit. But Mm -hmm. it took a while to get there. It took Mm -hmm. a lot of hard knocks to get that, that mindset. So that answer I, your question? Yeah, it does. And I actually had the conversation with my husband, Ahmad, and I was like, because, of course, he's had times where he would stay out. We've gone through that, okay? Um, and I was just like, okay, so what did it take for you to not even want that anymore? And for him, you know what he said? Mm. He did not want to leave his couple's life group. He's really? like, I don't want to go to the single's life group after I've been in couple's. Boom. Bam. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And here's a question, Toya. Yeah. Who was calling him when he was staying out? <laughs> Who was call? Okay, so the first time, the first. nobody. Because right. you didn't have it. Because no, we did. It was just one of those things where I was just. It was like I didn't know who to say or what right. to, who to tell because I didn't want the judgment or anyone to think anything negative of him. And then the second time, it was you. Boom. Boom. Right. Mushroom belt. So let's talk about, Jason, you said, well, I don't know if I want. So let's talk about what is the right community? How do you find the right community? Because I would agree with you 100%. From my experience, personally, and working with couples, 95% of the time, family is not the right community. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. There's very Mm -hmm. few family members that have the ability to hear about their family members relationship 
and remain unbiased. So here's what happens with a lot of people, right, who, who use community the wrong way. So you go home and, or you call and you're going off to your mom or your sister or auntie about your husband and he's no good and he did it and you know what, he called me and, and then because you love him, you forgive him, which is what should happen in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But because there's feelings there, you're now good. But then you show up at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and the family doesn't have the same feelings nope. and so their forgiveness or ability to be unbiased, now they don't want him around and then now you're mad. Because what? No, you got to forgive him. I forgave him. We're good. Right. So most, there's very few. There are some instances depending on who it is, but that's very rare when family can be part of your community. So let's say family is usually not your community because they're not mm-hmm. biased. Mama Bear will show up. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Who is your community? I think it consists of a few things. It's going to consist of some peers. Mm-hmm. So Toya mentioned being in life group. Yep. And that's a group of people who, through the church, are meeting together a couple times a month, hanging out, talking about life, growing their relationships, uh, just kind of doing life together. I think you need some of them as your community. And then I think you need somebody further down the road than you. All right. So peers. You say yeah. peers. Yeah. So I don't go to church. I do go to church, but to say I don't go to church, you I mean, miss quite a bit. So I think it's safe <laughs> to say you don't go. Hey, man, I'm trying to get in the parking lot. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> yeah. So peers, I mean, peers can, to me, if only because you go back into the same situation as family when it's my buddies that are my yeah. peer and her buddies that are her peers. That's it's good. the same That's situation. Good. So what no. peers do we That's need? That's good pushback. So let's talk about, when we talk about peers, ask yourself the question, what do they value? Right. So if my peers are my five single buddies who value huh. going out, hanging out, picking up chicks, doing whatever, I can't expect them when I come to them with a marriage issue to value my marriage because that's not a priority. So I think they've got to be people, if you don't go to a church, uh, like-minded people that Mm -hmm. are trying to grow and strengthen their marriage, who are trying to improve the commitment, the relationship they have. Just people that are in the same season trying to go in the same direction as you. So would I want, if I'm trying to grow my marriage or fight for my marriage, do I want my community to be single people people who've been divorced three times because they can't stand nobody no because they're going to push me towards what they value so i would say your community's got to be people that value what you're trying to go after which is your relationship and your marriage yeah i I mean that that would be a big one if you're not in church then i would say that hey do you have some other couples who are about what you're about and trying to grow their relationships then then i think you build community and those could be the people that you talk to about what's going on. That makes sense. I, I mean, I do know that we all tend to focus or we, we tend to gravitate to to the, quote, community that agrees with what I say. So, so you got that whole advice basically telling me what I want to hear. So that is <laughs> what happens. This is why I think if you're a married couple, you need other married couples as your community, right. not five buddies who are going to side with you. Here's the other thing, man. If we really want to get honest, mm-hmm. there's some people listening it. right now who they're, the people they would call their community don't ever really speak into their life. And they believe it's because they're the one in the group that's got it together most. And so I'm here to tell you, look into the radio as you listen right now. I'm here to tell you 
that if your community is not speaking into your life with truth, like where you're off, where you need to grow, where you're offensive, it's not because you're good. Even if they say, oh, no, girl, you're good. It's not because you're good. It's because you've made it painful enough for them to give you feedback that it's not worth their time. So if they're not calling me out, they're not my community. If, If they're not calling you out, then either they don't care about you or your response to them calling you out in the past has told them it ain't worth coming to Jason because Mm -hmm. he gets defensive, he makes me pay. And so the absence of true feedback from your friends, it's either you've created an environment where they don't feel comfortable doing it or or they care care about themselves. That's it. What's our slogan now? Don't be Jason, right? (laughs) (laughs) Don't be Jason. All right. So so when it comes to peers, that's what I would say. Like-minded. They're married. They're fighting for their marriage like you're fighting for your marriage. Those are going to be the people that are going to push you towards marriage when things aren't going well. And then I think having some older couples in your life that Mm -hmm. can step in. So my wife and I have, uh, well, let's go back to family. We are fortunate enough that my parents are one of those couples, Mm -hmm. but that's very rare. And part of it is because my dad has been a counselor in the Army for 25 years and, and mm-hmm. continues to counsel. So he, he has the ability to have an unbiased perspective. And I never pick them, so Jill will pick them. But we've got three couples, and when we get into a conflict we can't resolve, if we have talked about it two or three times over the period of a month or two and we're not coming to resolution, we're not going to get there. Because I think right. I'm right. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's right. right. I think I'm right. I'm not right. going to wake up one day and go, ah, yeah, you do make sense now. No, mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. I just think it's wrong. So we'll say, who do you want to call? And I'll usually let her decide. And last time we had an issue, she said, let's call your parents. So we put them That's on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. We both gave our sides of the story. Mm-hmm. And we said, weigh in on it. And when they weigh in on it, we have already agreed that we will submit to what they come up with. Sometimes, that says a lot about yeah. your family, man. Well, yeah. you, you know. well, your wife saying call your mom and daddy. That's that. That's when you know they're unbiased because yeah. why would she ever call yeah, mine exactly. if she didn't think that, yeah. that I'm not the one? Because all of us would be like, oh, yeah, call my, my parents are unbiased. Right. Call yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes so sense. I think that that's what I'd say. Those two things, the presence of peers mm-hmm. who are trying to go in the same direction you are, yeah. who feel comfortable and you call each other out and hold each other accountable, and then somebody further down the road that's got more wisdom that can speak into you guys marriage and help out all right toy you threw out a mod where do you go who do you go to um i have girlfriends from church that i'll kind of talk to same thing what everything he just said and does a mod know them i mean he yes he, he, yes he, he trusts their advice he trusts them all right so it's good life group other uh church ministries other people like that in our lives that i've kind of been transparent with so yeah there you go. Okay, mm-hmm. so I've heard you say, Pastor Eric, I've heard you say use com- camaraderie versus community. Yeah, yeah, I think I made that comment once just because they both start with C's and it sounds cool in a yeah, sermon. That's a pastor <laughs> thing to do. But no, I just said, I said there's a difference between camaraderie and community. Meaning, don't fool yourself into thinking the boys you hang out with or the girls you hang out with who don't hold you accountable aren't speaking truth in your life don't call them community those are just acquaintances those are just people you hang out with um that they're not really it so let's shift for a minute let's talk about what i believe three three things that i think community provides because we still got some people who are going eh you know i grew up and my parents said don't let nobody you know what happens in our house don't don't happen to anybody else's house the funny thing is uh if that's you then i just want you to ask yourself a simple question look at your parents 
relationship mm -hmm. if they're still around look at the grandparents and then ask yourself are they still struggling with the same patterns they were when you lived in the home and Ooh. the answer is yes mm. because <laughs> if you don't have outside energy or wisdom coming into your your relationship with your family you're going to repeat the same patterns so a lot of the people who say nah that ain't nobody else's business just keep it in the house they're struggling with the same yep. thing that their parents struggle with that their kids are struggling with and so for those naysayers uh, i believe three things community provides number one is security mm -hmm. i think my safety in my marriage is not the fact that now i want i want my wife to act right right and she wants <laughs> she wants me to act right i'm not saying you just let them go crazy but the security in our marriage is not my full confidence that she's always going to make the right choice mm -hmm. the security in my marriage is knowing i've got women who can speak into her life and call her into account when she don't want to listen to me right so here's a good that's yeah. a good question for you two do you two always and you're never supposed to say always and never but i'm gonna say it anyway <laughs> mm -hmm. do you always respond to your spouse's wishes and requests you always submit yourself to your spouse Huh. You first. Do I always respond? That's the question. Do you, do you always? So let's say uh, Ahmad mm -hmm. is desiring something from you. Hey, man, mm -hmm. I've been telling you I need more of X or I need more of Y. Do you always respond because you're so godly? Yeah, let me let me put self aside and selflessly serve you, my Lord. The answer is hey, no. Why on, you guys on. take so long? I'm waiting here. I'm waiting here. Come right on, baby. Words. I got some X and the Y for you. So the answer is no, you know, but depending on what it is, uh, it might happen sooner than later. Cool. Jason? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to try figure out the question here. Shoot me one more time. It's actually a rhetorical question. The answer is no. Yeah, that's what I was because thinking. Because no. we're, we're all selfish. So every right. wish and desire that my wife has, I'm not going to respond to. And if I'm counting on my wife always behaving right, responding right, and always having the marriage in mind, not her selfish ambitions, I'm going to find myself in trouble at some point, which is why I say community provides security. Because mm -hmm. there's times when my wife has needed it, and there's times when I've needed it. There's times when I get a call from the people, and she got a handful of people she can call at any moment mm -hmm. who can call me into account. Well, my first, I mean, my first human instinct is going to be, not that I even think of this, but just natural is going to be, how's that, how's my response benefit me? What, what am I going to get out of it? And I think that's sure. what, that's just the first natural sure. response. But, you know. So I think we all need outside accountability. Right. I do not want to be my wife's only accountability partner for our whole marriage because that puts us in an adversarial relationship when I'm holding her accountable for stuff. And so I, it's not that fun to go on date night with my accountability partner. It's yeah. not that fun to have, well, it's still have fun to have sex, but it's not as fun <laughs> with my accountability partner. Mm -hmm. So I need some other people. I need, I need the Toyas. I need the other people, the mm -hmm. Lisas. I need people to, that can hold Jill accountable. So I think it provides security. I think the second thing, and we won't spend a whole lot of time on these ones, uh, but I think it provides support. Yeah. There's times when we need outside encouragement and strength because our spouse is in a season where they either don't want to provide it or can't provide it. 
and this is we're going to go biblical here for a minute so uh, those those who are non-christians this is a big old word called sanctification Mm-hmm. And that simply means uh, that's the process of God molding us into the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. And I think marriage is the greatest place for that to happen. But I think we need people outside our marriage to help us in those seasons. Here's what I mean. I've got stuff in me that's not Christ-like. Right. And in the context of my relationship and my marriage, that stuff is going to be exposed when God decides He wants to deal with it. And oftentimes when it's exposed it's gonna cause great pain to my spouse. Mm -hmm. And in that season, I need some outside community to support and walk with me to help me get where I need to be. And I need community to walk with my spouse uh, as she's hurting from the things I've done that that are stemmed out of my sin nature. So I think those are three things, and we could probably list 57 others, but I think those are three key things that community provides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you guys seen that in your life? I mean, you've both been married. Oh yeah. Are there seasons when that's been helpful? Yeah, we probably wouldn't be here without community at all. Oh, not at all. I mean, and the community, I mean, the community that you surround yourself with is what we've talked about. There's got to be the right people because I've had some not so good community over time, too. I mean, that's that can drag you down a path that uh, you don't want to go for sure. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. communities make you or break you. You better Mm -hmm. pick the right ones. So how about this? Let's end with a list of why because there's gonna be some people listening that's like well i tried that with with my spouse or my boyfriend they they just don't want community um because that's just not really how they grew up so let's give them some reasons why they really don't want community what are some reasons that people fight against community because they're gonna say well that's not really my thing but there's really some underlying roots so let's give them let's give them some ideas of what are some reasons that people don't want community in their life the biggest one yeah Pride. Pride. What do you mean by pride? Just this my way or no way or what? Your yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, or or they they think well if I need help from somebody outside me that that reveals weakness. I ain't weak. Uh, I don't yeah. need nobody. Yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Especially I mean, in the world we're in right now. Yeah. So. I mean, hey. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I grew up. I grew up a Texas boy. You know, you don't you don't show weakness. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can see that. Well, kind of what we talked about, I mean, what I talked about earlier, I think just fear, man. I mean, you got to, going back to Matt, I mean, he, his example of his mom and dad of who he thought was community busted apart. Now he's got no community. So right. it's now like, I trusted them. Now who do I trust? Right. His whole perspective so, is off. Yeah. Yeah. So it changes your whole perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fear has got to be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, ignorance. So no idea that community is even healthy. I mean, that's just. Yeah, it's it's sad, really. Uh, yeah, I mean it is, but that's what we live in. That's it. Me? Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I think I keep going back to to trust. I guess more the sense of you know, do I trust? You know, with my wife, I gotta trust my wife, but but do I trust her friends? Didn't give her. I mean, you know, there's a big trust thing going on there. So, right, I think trust right. is a big factor. All right. Yeah. So, well, we talked a lot about community and how important it is in any relationship, whether you're dating, getting married, especially if you're preparing to get married. So, um, that but that wraps us up for today. So, thank you all for listening to the Relation Shop with me. I'm Toya, and we have Eric and Jason. And thank you so much. That wraps it up. Power 77. Peace out. See ya.